welcome to Thinks Out Loud, internet marketing expertise your business needs. I'm Tim Peter. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Thinks Out Loud, your source for all the digital marketing expertise your business needs. I'm Tim Peter, and this is episode 330 of The Big Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I, I think we've got a really cool show for you this week. Now, as you are well aware, I pay pretty close attention to the quarterly earnings of the big digital players, AgFam, as I call them, the AgFam, right? Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft. And I want to be fair, you know, <laughs> Facebook has is changing its name to Meta. Uh, so you could argue that it's supposed to be like AgMam now, but if we're really being honest, Google changed its name to Alphabet years ago. So what is that? Ah, ma'am, or something. Look, I'm not going to call them Meta. I'm not going to call Facebook Meta any more than I call Google Alphabet. You know who I mean when I talk about these folks. Uh, so, you know, we can let their corporate restructuring slash brand laundering exercises uh, kind of slide, and we're going to talk about them as the people we know them to be. And one of the reasons that I pay attention to their quarterly earnings is because they give us so much useful information about where they think the world is going, uh, whether or not they think things are moving in a positive direction or a negative direction or, you know, sort of a sideways direction. So it's super, super helpful to pay attention to what they're thinking and doing and willing to commit to publicly. I also include Shopify in this group because they're such a bellwether for what smaller businesses are doing digitally. So that's what I've been looking at the last couple of weeks is paying attention to earnings statements and trying to, you know, intuit where these folks are going. I think it's particularly important as we begin to emerge from the pandemic-focused world to the post-pandemic world to understand if the changes that we saw during the pandemic are enduring or whether it was a one-time event. Now, there are lots of things we could talk about that came out of these earnings calls. You know, the role of social in society, and in particular, Facebook's role there. Uh, the regulation of digital, whether government regulation or things like Apple's app tracking transparency or ATT system that was designed to protect user privacy. We could talk about the future of digital and the move towards the metaverse. And all of these, I promise, I will come back to in future episodes. They're all incredibly important discussion. But at this particular moment, I want to start with what their financials say about where the shift to digital is broadly. You know, as I mentioned a moment ago, throughout much of the last year, I've talked about us living through a transformative event towards digital. We saw 10 years of digital transformation in 10 months. 
And again, this question of, is this a one-time thing or did it represent a fundamental change in the way we do things forever? And the answer appears to be a little bit of both. <laughs> you know, every one of the companies that I took a look at, and it's all the people you would expect, AgFam, right? Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft, and Shopify, and some others, they all had fantastic growth, significant double-digit numbers over last year, 30%, 40%, which that's particularly notable because last year's growth was insanely high. You know, we've hit, these companies have hit these growth numbers off a significantly higher base than where they were in, let's say, 2019 or 2018. At the same time, their growth numbers were more in line. They were more typical of what we were seeing before 2020, right? Again, 35% growth, not 100% growth. Another thing that was very interesting to me is that almost every single one of these companies talked about various headwinds they've encountered. You know, it's tough to get labor. Supply chain issues are limiting advertiser spend if they're an ad-focused company, uh, fulfillment if they're a commerce-based company, or in many cases, both. Uh, more customers are able to go to stores instead of being forced to shop online. And there was a certain amount of less shopping online as customers got out in the world and traveled in Q3, which, by the way, is very normal. There's a reason why most companies and why most economists look at seasonally adjusted numbers, because we know Q3 tends to be a quieter retail month while people are on vacation and the like. And especially the ad-driven folks, uh, Facebook in particular, but also Shopify, noted how Apple's app tracking transparency suppressed some advertisers' ability to track the effectiveness of their spend and, as a result, caused lower spend. So that's a real topic that we need to dive into uh, as we go forward. And yet, despite these headwinds, they still saw 30% growth, 35% growth, 40% growth. So, <laughs> you know, the, the key takeaway here is that the shift to digital continues in a big, big way. Uh, you know, I'm Facebook, Sheryl uh, Sandberg said the strong e-commerce growth in recent quarters was driven in part by the acceleration of digital transformation that has now tapered out. Uh, and I'm going to skip ahead. She said that doesn't mean e-commerce has stopped growing. Businesses are still making the shift online, but e-commerce was is no longer growing at the pace it was at the height of the pandemic. Uh, Amazon, we said, you know, we think that the growth will be suppressed for the four quarters that end the middle of Q2 next year. So that's 2022. Uh, you know, a lot of that was, again, getting two years of volume growth on top of one year. When we look at Shopify, they noted that they're back to, you know, normal growth levels. Gross merchandise volume growth was down to 35 to 50 percent, depending on what which part of their business you talk about. So even that slower growth, if you consider 35 to 50 percent slow, 
is off a base that's twice as large as it was. So the big takeaway here is that, you know, the growth we saw last year is probably behind us. We, we don't expect to see those kinds of things crop up again immediately. What's also true is that all of these companies still are incredibly optimistic about where we're going to end up. And this is, again, when we talk about headwinds. I often find it useful to pay attention to what people do as well as what they say. So, for instance, Google mentioned during their earnings call that Omni and digital shoppers now make up, so Omni channel shoppers, people who shop online but maybe pick up in store, and digital shoppers now make up 50% of customers. And in Q1, a third of total digital sales were fulfilled by stores. And that's one of the reasons why Google said, quote, I expect us to scale up more through the course of 2022. This is Philip Schindler, the company's chief business officer, who said, we've seen COVID accelerate the shift to e-commerce at an astounding rate. But keep also in mind, 80% of commerce still remains offline. So there's a lot of room for digital to play a bigger role. Uh, And he said later on, as we continue to think about our long runway for growth. So they've seen this immense growth year on year. They said, yes, it has slowed down to quote unquote normal levels. And yet there's still a lot of room there to improve. What we said, what we saw with uh, Shopify, they said in the space of just 16 months, our merchants cumulative GMV, that's gross merchandise value, has doubled. And yet they continue to invest in longer term growth. Uh, Amazon, (laughs) Uh, they said a lot of that again was getting two years of volume growth on top of a one year, but we expect the long-term trends to be strong in this business and we're investing as such. These companies look at where we are and they don't see it as a one-time event that we need to back away from or that we need to skip or that we need to kind of write off as well that was that oh well they're saying that was a one-time event that set us up for future success as long as we are prepared to take control of it take charge of it and invest and lean in you know again harley finkelstein who's the uh, president of shopify who said My long list this morning of the many challenges faced by our merchants makes entrepreneurship sound hard. That's because it is. It will always be hard. That's the nature of entrepreneurship. Which resonated for me. It reminded me of a podcast episode we did a couple years back that talked about how digital makes it easier for everyone to compete which makes it harder for everyone to compete. You're competing in a tougher landscape. As more people come online, as more customers come online, as more companies come online to chase those customers, and as the big players continue to invest because they see the future of this business, 
we recognize that that means it's harder and harder and harder for you to compete, which is not the same as saying it's impossible. Far from it, which is not the same as saying you can't do it. Far from it. It says that this is where your opportunity is going to be over the next, you know, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, 36 months. So if you missed the window we had a year ago to get on board, that doesn't mean that it's too late. It simply means you're going to need to work a little harder and work a little smarter to connect with customers where they are and where they are is digital. The shift we saw in 2020 looks like it may have been a one-time event. The new baseline is that we have reached the numbers we would have reached in 2022 or 2023 if the pandemic hadn't occurred. You know, I like to say we live in the future. This is surely a sign that that's the case. I didn't mean it quite so literally there. It also means that the headwinds that, you know, the big players are facing, the challenges that people are facing, are also probably one-time events. And that the people who take advantage now will set themselves up for the greatest success in the long term. As Philip Schindler at Google said, we think about our long runway for growth. The reason this is hard is because it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And the way that you can win that marathon is to recognize that that's where we are now. Start putting one foot in front of the other and begin running that race so your business can succeed in the long run. In the meantime, we'll keep churning out the content and support and tips and insights that can help you have the right roadmap to run. That includes things like our modern content marketing checklist, which you can find in the show notes for today's episode at timpeter.com slash podcast. Our download on a brief introduction to Thinks Out Loud, which will help you find the best of the 330 episodes that we've done to date. And our digital and e-commerce maturity matrix, which you can use to assess where you are as a company and how you can go forward from there, how you can grow from there. And you can find all of those at timpeter.com slash podcasts. Now, looking at the clock on the wall, we are out of time for this week. I want to remind you that you can find the show notes for today's episode, as well as an archive of all past episodes and the free downloads I mentioned by going to timpeter.com slash podcast. Again, that's timpeter.com slash podcast. Just look for episode 330. Don't forget that you can click on the subscribe link in any of the episodes you find to get Thinks Out Loud delivered to your favorite podcatcher every single week. You can also find Thinks Out Loud on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Overcast, wherever fine podcasts are found. While you're there, I would also very much appreciate it if you could provide a positive rating and review for the show. It helps new listeners find us. It helps them understand what the show is all about. It helps get the word out about things out loud. And it means so much to me. I would very, very much appreciate it. 
You can also find Thinks Out Loud on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Associates, by going to LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash Associates, and you can find me on Twitter using the Twitter handle at TCPeter. Of course, as ever, you can email me at podcast at timpeter.com. Again, that's podcast at timpeter.com. I'd also like to thank our sponsor. Thinks Out Loud is brought to you by Solo Segment. Solo Segment offers an amazing suite of search tools that provides search as a service for large enterprises. They focus on business results, not just search results, with easy, automated tools that help your customers find the content that matters to them and helps you accomplish your business goals. They do all of this while protecting customer privacy to boot. You can learn more about Solo Segment and all the amazing work they do by going to solosegment.com. Again, that's solosegment.com. With that said, I want to say once again how much I appreciate you tuning into the show. It means so much to me that you keep listening. There are so many great options out there for what you can do with your time. And the fact that you choose to spend some of your valuable time with me every single week just means more to me than you can possibly know. I very, very, very much appreciate it. So with that, I hope you have a great rest of the week. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I will look forward to speaking with you here on Thinks Out Loud next time. Until then, please be well, be safe, and as ever, take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.